and like our purpose is like let's care for the environment let's care for our animals and let's make this a movement it's not just about selling vegan food but it's like let's let's care for the planet you know like this is our future and like if you want to give your grandkids your great great grandkids a nice earth a planet to live on to sustain on then you got to take care of it yeah and that's just and that's just how it is like able to like at least you know you're doing your part Mm -hmm. you know it's like all we can do right now is try to reverse yeah i mean it's pretty messed up already yeah Yeah. and we're like a tiny little business you know we're doing our part to try our best to make a change but i mean like hopefully we make a dent um hopefully we're making some type of um, movement hopefully we're making some type of impact to our community to the world but i mean like we we can only do so much welcome to the bliss seekers podcast this podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss we're on every single major platform. Check us out in the description. We have links to all of that. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. So welcome back to the podcast. Today we have two very special guests. Uh, they were born and raised in Southside of San Jose. They met in high school. In January, it'll be 11 years together. Uh, they both went to college. Delina graduated from UC Davis and Manuel gradu- graduated from MTI. After college, instead of going into their careers, they decided to start a business. Delina being very passionate about the environment and Manuel being passionate about cooking and the environment, they decided to open a vegan food truck. Seeing the lack of Mexican vegan food available in their community and being that's their favorite cuisine, they started the world famous Vegan Veganos. Welcome to the podcast. Veganos. Veganos. Sorry. Veganos. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, Alina and Manuel. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you you for having us. All right. Awesome. Before we get started, I just want to make sure that you guys like and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell because it really helps us out. And share the video, please. Yes, please share the video. So welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's great to have you guys because I know that we've been trying for a while to get you guys on here, but you guys are super busy as entrepreneurs. Um, But yeah, we're super excited. We, We all love your cuisine right shrimp tacos horchata Mm -hmm. yeah we'll get into that right but uh, we always like to start the podcast with getting to know to know you guys right because i feel like if people know your story they can connect with you better so um born and raised in the south side of san jose go ahead and start talk talk about that uh well i mean we met in high school so um it was my freshman year it was his junior year that's when we met and we went to college together um after college we were like you know what let's start our business and it wasn't just like let's start our business it was more so we became vegan and watching documentaries i don't know if you guys watch what the health yes Yes. i love that one it was when they they stabbed the cow or the Mm -hmm. pig or whatever it was and like all this puss was just like gushing out of it Uh, i was like oh that got to me yeah i've seen Um, some that definitely definitely got to me yeah Yeah. and that was i mean we watched a lot like there was a lot of documentaries that we watched that were vegan we had a lot of friends that were vegan so Mm -hmm. they were like giving us all of these documentaries all of these videos um but it was what the health that got to us yeah um so then we became vegan and then we're like okay what do we eat now and i was like major working out person like i was athletic i went to the gym all the time i meal prepped i like did a lot of like I, I ate a lot of healthy food per mm-hmm. se. Like yeah. I ate, a, I meal prepped chicken, rice, and broccoli. Like literally every day. Like it was three days out of the out of the whole day that I would just eat that. Yeah. For like I think it was like eight weeks because I was like doing this like um, this workout challenge, uh, and it just got so rubbery, so gross, and I was like, oh, I just can't do this anymore. Like how yeah. do people do it? Like it was like either chicken. I didn't really eat beef already to begin with, um, but anyways, we became vegan. And I was like, what do we eat? Right. Like there was really nothing that we could eat besides just like beans and rice. 
So then we're like, okay, let's start experimenting. We started experimenting. We're like, we had this great idea of starting Vegan Veganos. And that's kind of just where it all kind of like rolled from there. Yeah, I, I kind of feel you because I, I was the same way when I first went plant-based vegan. I was like, beans and rice, like what yeah. do I eat, right? You <laughs> know, right. Avocados. Yeah. Avocados. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's go back a little bit further, like where you yeah. guys grew up. So you guys grew up in the South Side. What what part of the South Side did you guys grow up in? We grew up, well, I grew up, uh, technically we both did. She lives down the street from me, but... Uh, Center Road. Okay, Center Road. San Jose, okay. yeah. yeah. So, so you guys Jose, grew up down the street from each other. Like yeah. a mile away. Wow. <laughs> so how <laughs> old were you when you first got to know each other? Was it high school? High school. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you didn't know each other before high school. No, no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I mean, so tell us about like, do you guys have brothers and sisters? Like, yeah, so I have uh, three brothers and one sister. My okay. sister's the oldest. I'm the middle child. Okay. So is it true what they say? The middle child is always the forgotten child? I was child? waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm the middle child. Um, but yeah, like me growing up, like I was always very uh, mama's boy. So that's what pretty much sparked my interest in cooking because I was always my mom. And my mom is like hands down like the best cook to me. Yeah. You know, like yeah. her food is amazing, die for. Yeah. And growing up, like that's like on my vacation time, that's what I would do. Like mom would cook, you know, f the meals for the for the day and I would be beside her on the chair just watching her. Mom, can I help? Can I help in any way? Can I peel some garlic? Can I do this? And little by little, she started, you know, letting me, you know, help her in the kitchen. Yeah. And as I got older, um, you know, my mom eventually because she's she's an immigrant. So yeah. my parents, you know, are immigrants. My get, dad came here at 19 uh -huh. and uh, my mom came here like I believe in her early 20s, I believe. And um, so, yeah, I come from an immigrant family. And so when I was in my te early teenage years, we were, that's when she left Mexico. So that's when I had to kind of like start taking care of myself as well as my siblings, you know, so yeah. I started, you know, cooking and that's when I really like knew that I had some like I, I had like a, what do you say? Like like a skill, a like a skill. There you go. Yeah. A skill. A talent. You were yeah. good at a talent. It. I was good at it. Yeah. So I was like, holy crap. I am actually yeah. good at, you know, making food. Yeah. And so like, I would cook for my brothers and my dad and I would make him lunch. I bet and you they were happy about that. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of had to learn how to take care of myself as well as them. And um, that's that's where my spark of cooking came from. Mm -hmm. And then obviously turning vegan a couple of years later, that's, you know, okay, I got to figure out what I'm going to eat now because she actually started being vegetarian and hit vegan before I did. I okay. kind of took me a little longer. I've been vegan for almost three years. So I turned okay. vegan when we actually started the business because I was oh, like, wow. I have to let go of this. Like, it doesn't serve me. I don't yeah. need it. And so I went vegan about, it's been like two years and like nine months or so. Pretty brave, um, though. I yeah. Mean, to just yeah. go. I mean, that's pretty hard. smart, though. But he if was he, like a cold turkey vegan. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty brave yeah. right there. Yeah, Not really. I kind of tried. It started with red meat and then uh, chicken then fish and sour cream was literally my last thing <laughs> sour cream and cheese so i was yeah. like oh, okay i have to that's it yeah but uh that's where it all so a couple things that you said um number one i've always noticed that if somebody has a natural gift for something they always had like a parent or some type of mentor that they want like let's say let's say your your father or your, was a mechanic 
like you know your whole life and you might not be a mechanic but you're probably going to be able to fix something you know what i mean um and so that was the first thing and the next thing i want to make a point is i believe knowing how to cook is one of the best skills anybody could have because especially guys because imagine if you leave the house and you don't know how to cook what are you going to eat you eat out all the time yeah you're gonna eat out spend all the money all the it's not even healthy yeah a cup of noodles (laughs) Uh, yeah and then and then you're either going to eat very very bad or you're going to spend a lot of money right and then you're going to hope you find somebody that knows how to cook or it just goes generation generation so i think it's a very it's a very good skill and i share a similar story because my father was a cook in our house and I know traditionally Mexican households, it's the the mom or, or cooking in the house. But in my household, it was my father. And my father learned how to cook from necessity. Like, you know, he left Mexico and he came here and he was eating McDonald's all the time. He's like, I'm not going to grow up on McDonald's. So I need to learn how to cook. Right. So he became like a very good cook and he, and he taught me. Right. So, so that's awesome. So, you know, do you know where it came from? Just like the interest in it, because out of all the siblings, it was the, it was you. I was a pretty, I was a chubby kid. Okay, up. well at least it <laughs> so didn't follow you. It did follow me, yeah. which I wish it did. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I I love food. Yeah, and I still do till this day. I'm yeah, like I I would say we're pretty big foodies. Yeah, we eat everywhere. Wherever we go, New City, wherever. We're always eating. We're always on Yelp looking to see what's vegan. Yeah. We get yeah. there. Even me if too. it's like an hour away, we're like, we're there. Yeah, we're going to go and eat I do it. the same thing whenever yeah. I travel. Yeah. Yeah, People for think sure. we're crazy for driving an hour out to eat. But like, what else do you do oh, like when eating. you travel? Yeah, you got to explore fun. different yeah. foods. It's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Especially when you're a vegan foodie. Because if you're a foodie, you can find a lot of stuff just in your own local neighborhood. Yeah. A vegan food, not, we're, it's not there yet. But it's funny because I, I had um, my friends visiting from LA. He's like one of my best friends. He's not vegan, but. I don't know, as a vegan, I don't know if you guys do this, but I always try to subliminally like feed them good vegan food. So they're like, wow, this is pretty good. Like, I do that. I, I, give, I give my friends like a chocolate cake or whatever, and I tell them, oh, it's vegan, by the way. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. After they <laughs> ate it, though. After they After ate it, like, oh, yeah. my God, it's so good. Oh, by the yep. way, it's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I did that to my 10-year-old nephew. Oh, shoot. Oh, baby, it's vegan. Yeah. He's like, okay. Yeah. It tastes amazing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like... It's like you're training them, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> I mean, you're passionate about it and you know how it's changed your life and you understand. So here's the thing. I think most people don't go vegan because they feel like they're going to miss out on something, right? But if they just, well, nowadays, it's just substituting. You're not really missing out on anything. Like you guys created the taco, the street taco, which is probably the most famous food in the world, right? Yeah, everyone loves tacos. Like, you know, and then people, so all you had to do was substitute the animal products and the dairy for non-animal products and non-dairy and it tastes pretty much the same and uh so we'll get into that but let's talk about your childhood delina so i mean you said you're into fitness you're an entrepreneur minded did that come from your childhood how what was it like growing up oh okay well i'm the middle child also wow how funny right (laughs) i have two older sisters i have a younger brother and i mean my oldest sister she is she has down syndrome and she is autistic oh wow so i grew up taking care of her like okay. I was cooking at nine years old. Like I was really young and okay. I was cooking for her, cooking for myself. My parents mm-hmm. were at work all the time. So I grew up kind of taking care of like myself and her. And wow. she's older than me too. So, yeah. so I mean like that's kind of like where my cooking came from because I was always like on the stove cooking for my family. 
Um, I, I, I mean, my, my dad also, I related with you, like it wasn't my mom that was the cook. It was more so my dad, like he came over to America when he was 19 Uh and he was a chef at a Chinese restaurant. Oh wow. So he's always was in the kitchen and he's always the one in the kitchen. My mom cooks also, but it's my dad that's creative and he's, Mm. he comes up with all these dishes. He cooks a whole bunch of different cuisines. So it's Um, not just Vietnamese food. Yeah, not just Vietnamese food. That's cool. Yeah. That's so, how my parents were. Yeah. They wanted to expose us exactly. to all different cuisines. Yeah. Yeah. So like my dad's the foodie in the family. Oh, cool. So um, that's where I got my cooking from. And I mean, I didn't really get into fitness until college. Okay. So um, I got into college. That's when I was like into fitness, into food, into health. And mm-hmm. that's when I started exploring like what is healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And like essentially like that question is just very, um, it's like left open minded just because a lot of people think meat is healthy oh this is lean meat like you have to eat this if you want to have protein so like there is that that whole like just like the whole debate between what's healthy and what's not healthy um so then we did a whole bunch of research and stuff like that so that's where that's when i became vegan that's when i was like you know what like um you know there's this whole misinformation about what's healthy and what's not i can only do what i think is good for myself Mm. and and i want to spread that the community yeah. So essentially, that's where it came from. So you guys care, but I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever realized this. You guys are both middle childs, and yeah. you both are forced to take care of the family at a very young age. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys realize that. Yeah. yeah. And our parents have. I think my mom's birthday is literally a day after her mom's. Yeah. Oh wow. And I think your dad's birthday's in May too. Oh, true. Yeah, and my, my dad's, dad's birthday's, birthday's in May too. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Crazy. It's like yeah. weird little things. Yeah. That's like we kind of down universe. The street from each other. Yeah. yeah. Synchronicities. Yeah. Yes. That's what you call it. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense why you guys are entrepreneurs because you were forced into responsibility very young. Yeah. You know, so it's like almost like it was a blessing in disguise because it forced you to grow up faster, forced you to be responsible faster. Because mm-hmm. when you run a business, I mean, that's responsibility, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not just you. Once you guys start having employees and all that, we'll talk about that because it's very exciting because I met you guys when it was the on the ground floor. Yeah. Yeah, that's and us. then now, right? <laughs> and then so, so let's talk about high school. So how did you guys meet in high school? Uh, through friends. Yeah. So I didn't even I, know that he was yeah, in I my didn't school. Know she, went there uh, oh, really? it was my friend that which was, high school was this it was andrew, andrew hill high school oh, okay andrew hill okay yeah Got so it. my friend um her brother was his friend so then i went to my friend's house and he went to his friend's house and their siblings ah. so that's where we met basically okay. was yeah. it like love at first sight or did you guys get to know each other first a little bit a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. not really <laughs> well, no, what was your food was on oh. the first date what was the food that you guys ate um, <laughs> oh my god i probably was like Chilies, right? Oh, I think so. But I mean, like, we were friends before we dated, obviously, because we all hung out with the same crowd. So we Mm -hmm. were always eating and hanging out, like, at different places. Um, but like as for our first date when we actually got together, I think it was like chilies or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what. Got it that was. baby back ribs. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, but I remember asking my uh, cousin, "Where should I take this girl? Yeah. Where should I take her to chilies?" I was like, "Oh, I was yeah. like, that oh, was a spot back then. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like I don't even look at chilies. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, that's cool. And then like, I mean, being together almost eleven years now, yeah. that's a that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, for the young 
couples out there, the ones that met maybe in high school, like what was that like? Like, I mean, I mean, obviously we know it's not always easy, but yeah. like maybe you could share some some tips or like some, some advice, some advice, you know, you know? <laughs> some couple of advice. Some yeah, couple of advice. you go first. Well, I've never actually asked him this question, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah I'm on the spot. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't easy. It's yeah. not easy, yeah. but like nothing you know, that's imp- it, that's special is easy, right? Yeah, but you know, it's just being able to understand each other and instead of you know when there's arguments it's like learn from it instead of you know keeping a grudge or you did this and you know it's learning from each other continue growing and pretty much you know i feel like what kept me around was probably because she pushed me a lot and she's seen me changing and actually like you know trying to do something for myself or else i probably wouldn't be around if i didn't listen but I mean, that's technically it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she made you better, basically. She, she challenged you in a good way. She yeah. definitely would take me out of my comfort zone yeah. nice. all the time and still does till this day. But also, too, I think that kind of means that she believes in you because yeah. a lead, that's what a leader does. A leader takes somebody that and they see potential in them and they push them even though it might you know not be might bother them or whatever but yeah. it's because you see like they can do more you know like you want more for them and and but i guess it's maybe even harder in a relationship because yeah. there's so many moving parts in a relationship mm-hmm. and communication you know? is key. yeah communication like, is huge we weren't the same people when yeah. we met you know yeah. like obviously we evolved with yeah. each other and, and that's why they say most relationships that start so young don't last right. because you become like you become a completely different, different person and that's okay you know yeah. you grow and you change and that's just the part of life but if yeah. you change and you are still compatible with each other then like let's keep it going yeah, yeah. um there was like there was something that will smith said that always stuck to me but he said something about like your happiness your significant other's happiness isn't your responsibility like right. they should mm-hmm. be happy on their own you should be happy on your own and mm-hmm. when you come together you bring that happiness together right and that's kind of like that's what it is you know like like he shouldn't depend his happiness on me mm-hmm. right. you know, he shouldn't be happy because of me he right. should be happy on his own i should be happy on my own yeah and then we bring that together yeah yeah that's so. funny because my friend downstairs miranda was just telling me about that meme Oh, like the other day wow. I was like I think I've heard that before but she's just like oh yeah that's right that makes a lot of sense yeah. Yeah. and I think one thing that you guys pointed out was um, the willingness the willingness to understand each other you know right. yeah communicate but you can communicate as much as you want but if you're not willing to understand the other person that's true you know mm-hmm. it's yeah. not gonna go anywhere so yeah and like um, I still think like your upbringing kind of helped you guys too because you know, you guys are basically kids. I mean, you're still young. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you, there's a maturity about the both of you that's beyond, like, your age, you know? And um, I'm sure you guys have seen lots of couples that got together when you guys mm-hmm. got together mm-hmm. and they're not together anymore. And, you know, I mean, can you, like, can, can did you learn from that? Did you learn from other couples too? Did you see, like, maybe why they didn't work out? And um, I would say... Not really, you know, but in a way, I guess you can take other people's, you know, situations into like, you know, put it in, into your, uh, putting yourself in those shoes. Like, well, what if that ever happens to me? How Learning from their it? lessons. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. But I don't think so. I mean, it's just, if it happens, something happens between us, it's just like, okay, how are we going to figure this problem? Out? Yeah. I think or it like, was for us, it was that we already really liked each other, that it was like, we were set to make it work. 
Yeah. Like even if we argued, it was like, well, we're gonna be together regardless after this argument. So why not just like solve the problem now and just like forget about it and then and then like move on. You know, because yeah. what's the point of arguing when we know what we're going to be with each other? And that was always in their mindset. Like we knew we were going to always want to be with each other. So why not just like like if we argued, it was like, let's solve it. Let's yeah. try to find some ends right now before like it just escalates. Um, and like we kind of like have that same personality, you know, like we kind of grew up the same similar ways. We had same similar family situations. So we were very similar people to begin with. And I basically found somebody that I was compatible with. Um, not too compatible with because obviously we have a lot of our own differences mm. um, but you know yeah. we came together and and we made it work out regardless of those differences and it was through communication it was through just like you know wanting to be with each other like that just that same personality and wanting to make it work regardless of what happens you know yeah, yeah. how long were you guys friends for before you started dating I think it was like four months <laughs> we yeah had, we, we started dating after the four months yeah. when we were friends that's pretty good. I, I feel like you guys are best friends for life, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. and that's it's just what it so like be. natural. Like the vibe that you guys are have is just so natural and yeah. easy. And that's yeah. what it should yeah. be. You know, you should yeah. be you should date your best friend. Like yeah. they say, like, oh, I don't want to date my friend. I don't want to ruin anything. You know, that's me. But it's like, but it's <laughs> like, but your best friends. You already have that connection. You guys already like have so many similarities. So why don't you date somebody that you're compatible with? Somebody that yeah. you enjoy to be with. That that's your best friend, you know? Best friends before you become significant others, you know? Yeah. I love that what you guys said that we like each other so much already, so we know we're gonna work it out. Yeah. I think that's yeah. key to liking that person that you're dating. That's very key, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh the old fa- the founder of, of uh the old co- the company I used to work for, he he's married sixty something years and he says sixty or sixteen. Uh, sorry, he's been married fifty years. Over wow. 50 years, yeah, uh, something like that. And um, he said, "Well, if if divorce is not an option, you're gonna find a way. Mm, like right. if there is no <laughs> option to not be together, you will figure it out. Right. <clears throat> the problem is, like you guys said, most people are not happy. Number one, or there's, and it's not even sometimes their fault. Maybe it's society. Maybe it's right. whatever." People are always seeking happiness in other people or in mm. a career or in like status or in whatever, especially now with social media. I mean, it's even more unique and special and rare that you guys are, are this type of relationship because it's the age of social media. It's right. the age of millennials. It's like maybe in the 60s, like when there was no social media and it was like it was like common, you know, but now divorce is more common than being together yeah now you have social media which basically tears can tear relationship apart if you use it wrong way yeah mm-hmm. it makes people not know, not be happy and not know themselves especially um, when they see other happy couples on social media and they're like oh we're not like that and yeah. so they get very upset about it yeah. but the thing is when you're on social media is that the only you only show your happy positive yeah. side nobody should, puts their crap exactly. on there like exactly like you know like this is my i look horrible this is what i look yeah. like right and that's the thing about us we don't really show our personal lives on social media that's like, smart we're that's very smart. like invested in our vegan page and mm-hmm. posting all those vegan food mm-hmm. pictures yeah. but we don't we rarely post like anything about ourselves yeah so i like to keep to myself yeah, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. private i mean i think you guys create created um healthy boundaries <laughs> with yeah. technology and you know yeah your okay. personal lives it could get messy yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like flaunting a fake life that you really don't have sometimes yeah. you know a lot of people actually do that yeah so mm-hmm. social media is everyone's highlight reel 
Right. It's like watching all the highlights on ESPN and never watching anything else, you right. know? Yeah. So, well, that that's that's cool. I mean, wh- where did that come from? That where you guys were just, it's just that you guys were just so busy with everything else. You never got into social media or mm-hmm. was it because you guys just understood it would probably wouldn't be a benefit? That and my mom would be like, don't ever post pictures of yourself on the net, on, on the web. Oh, okay. You don't want people to be very doing... very yeah. yeah. You know, Your mom? You know yeah. Mexican mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, okay. yeah. yeah Yorona's so. going to come get you, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chimocos? Chimocos? Ch- Chamucos. Chamucos? Yeah. What is yeah. that? I don't even know like what it is. Like the monster. The monsters. Um, yeah, but I just never really was that kind of person. Mm. You know, I, I do go on social media and like I'll look at videos and memes, but mm. I wouldn't go on there and start posting about my life and that's yeah. what i did i mean a hike or like a scenery you know yeah yeah but that's about it yeah. sounds like a healthy relationship with yeah. social media but not only that it's like yeah. not just like posting about us but it's like we just like don't like to we like to be humble you know like mm-hmm. we don't want to be like this is what we have this is what we got mm-hmm. like here's for, for everybody to see like it's just for me to see it's just for me to know and that's kind of like just like what me and him are like we don't really like to show people like what we have mm-hmm. you know it's like it's better like to keep it secret, to keep it private, to do <laughs> to do things on your own, to keep to work in silence, basically. Mm. Is what Where does that do. come from, though? Do you know? I don't know. Is it maybe being the middle child, like kind of like the the ignored child? Yeah. <laughs> ignored. Could I be. Would say, you never yeah, know. It's yeah. like subconsciously there. You yeah, never know if that's yeah. the reason or not. <laughs> it's like I was just there anyway, so I'll still <laughs> yeah. just be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't need the spotlight. Right. Or, yeah. I mean, it's a big thing because basically uh, to be young and not have ego and not want because I mean, anybody in your position where you're running a business that's growing, it's successful, like anybody in your position could be like flaunting or faking it, you know, go buying this brand new car that maybe Mm -hmm. you're not ready for. And, you know, uh, because that's what and that's what kids in their 20s do. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, there's a quote. It says. They say that there's people that buy things with the money that they don't have to mm-hmm. impress the people that they don't even like. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that don't that's, even care. Right. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> yeah. the, majority, don't even care. that's yeah. the majority yeah. of people. So, yeah. so, so it's like it didn't make sense to me. It never made sense to me. So why am I going to do it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then you guys met. and you, So um, you, you, so you graduated. Was there ever um, was there ever a thought like that you go into jobs? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I just didn't see myself working for a co- corporate company. You know, where, I just, where did that come from? Because I always, uh, you know, we've had a lot of entrepreneurs on here. I want to get some employees on here. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we're not against them, but I, 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 I've learned that most people who are entrepreneurial, it came from like a parent or someone in their family they saw. Mm-hmm. Like you had some example very young. Where did where did the entrepreneurial spirit come from for you, Manuel? So yeah, it all kind of just started like in elementary. Like I always had that. Like, oh, one day I'm going to be my boss. And, like, I would remember as a kid, I would tell, like, my mom and my dad, like, I'm going to buy you a Corvette one day. Or what kind of car do you want? You know, I'm going to get you a Ferrari. I'm going to buy you a house. And, like, I always had that mindset that I wanted to be something in life. And I think it could have been, too, because, like, I wasn't always, like, the smartest kid, you know, growing up. I didn't get the best grades. I had friends, you know, here and there. But I wasn't the popular kid. So, I mean, it could have been because of that, like. Maybe I wanted to be like my friends, but then I just didn't know how. But it, it that I think that's one reason. But um, started like in elementary, and then I would say from family, my dad's side. Like I have an uncle that's like a doctor, and then one of my other uncles is is like uh, he owns this like financial company in Mexico, and he has like soccer team. You know, yeah, so like yeah. I guess it's in my blood too. Yeah. 
And my dad too, he's always wanted to like open a restaurant. And growing up, I remember that was one of their goals, like with my mom, like, oh, let's get you a restaurant because she was a really good cook. And he's like, you need to share your food with the world. So I guess it was always just in back of my head. You know, it's it was always there. And then finally, when I grew up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go for it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to let anything stop me. I believe in this. I know I'm confident in my food and what I do. And that's that's just how it all started. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned something too. Um, you know, you said you maybe you had to work harder than other people in life, right? Yeah. And people sometimes look at it as a bad thing. And it's mm -hmm. obviously a bad thing when you're young. You know what I mean? Because I went through some of that stuff like too. Like I was bullied. I was quiet. I was always the smallest because I was younger than everybody else. But then I grew up and all that kind of stuff, right? But what it what I think it did is it planted like a drive in you. Like, I need to work harder. I need to do something with myself. Because if life was super easy, right? like you're just kind of like lazy. You're just like, oh, everything comes to me, right? No challenges. Yeah, no challenges. Anybody that peaked, anybody that was cool back when they were young, they kind of peak in high school. You know what I mean? And that that's it, right? So that's that was kind of like a blessing in disguise, right? And then... Uh, like you said, you saw your uncle, like he owned a soccer team, you know, like mm -hmm. you didn't see somebody that had a job own a soccer team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was the business owner, right? What about you, Delina? Like, did you have any examples? Growing yeah. Up? So my mom, she was the entrepreneur of the house oh, okay. and she was always invested in real estate. That's why I have my real estate license. Ah, okay. Also, um, she has rental properties. She's, she does, uh, I'm the property manager for her. Okay. She's the landlord. She's the boss of me. She's the boss yeah. of everybody basically. Um, and she also has her own salon. She has, she does, um, she cuts hair in a nursing home. Oh, wow. So she has her salon in a nursing home. And I mean, I always grew up with that, like my mom being her own boss. And she obviously like has other side jobs too. But her main thing was she was always an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I grew up, I watched her. And I was like, if my mom can do it, she's an immigrant. You know, right. she came from Vietnam. Mm -hmm. She came from nowhere, basically. My dad, too, like, they came from nowhere. And they built this empire by themselves. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just us. Like, it's just me and my immediate family, my mom and dad and all of my siblings. And that's all we really have. Like, I don't really have a lot of cousins. I don't really have my close grandparents to be with. So it was just always us. And, mm -hmm. like, I looked up to them, you know. Um, and that's kind of where it all came from. You know, my sister's a doctor. She's okay. um, She's a doctor at Oakland. And um, my oldest sister, you know, she has Down syndrome, she has autism, and then there's me. So I had this, this like, just, like, urge to want to be successful because I was like, I see my parents, they're so successful, I can do it too. My right. sister, she's successful, I can do it too. Uh -huh. You know, so then I just always had the drive since I was a kid that I can do this. Yeah, so that's awesome. Always yeah, you had yeah. great examples around Yeah, you. I did. In most immigrants, that's that they especially if you come from nothing because right. you know my dad comes from a little tiny town in mexico there's no jobs there right there's no apple corporation there <laughs> it's like you either have your little tiendita and you're selling whatever you need to sell or you're working in the mountains breaking rocks for seven dollars a day yeah. right mm -hmm. so the entrepreneurial spirit is all always found in immigrants that come from right. pretty much nothing right you know um also too immigrants come here and they appreciate it more Mm -hmm. whereas if you're born here you're kind of like oh well everything's kind of easy right. so like whatever right but that's cool so your mom was the boss lady yeah. she was always running stuff and, mm -hmm. and, and yeah it's kind of funny um so it's real funny it's real cool maybe this is why we click my father used to own a taqueria i don't know if i ever told you that yeah you did so my father was very good at cooking he owned a taqueria for a while but it was just taking too much of his time like me my mom and my sister we loved it because my dad would just give us cash and we'd go <laughs> everywhere but my dad stuck there 24 7 right right and he's like 
I mean, he's like, I just can't do this no more, right? So he left the taqueria and did something else, right? Um, my parents also do real estate. That's why they retired in Hawaii. Oh, okay. It's not because of their jobs. It's not because of their 401ks. It's because they did real estate mm-hmm. and they have passive income from real estate. Right. So that kind of was ingrained in me. Like, you know, I like real estate. I like business. I like passive income. All that kind of stuff. So, so it's very similar, right? Yeah. Very, very similar. <laughs> so, so where did the... Uh, I don't know. Like, just just tell us a little bit about how it happened, because it, it, something had to click, something had to happen. Because you guys, you guys both were done with school, right? We were still in school when we still had the school. idea. Okay, all right. Yeah. I was so how did the idea summer. happen? Well, the idea was very just random, to be honest. Like, I had already graduated. You know, yeah. it's kind of just like hanging out and da- waiting for me to finish. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of just, and then another thing. My brother, my older brother, he, yeah. he was actually part of this when we started. Okay. You know, but after, you know, there, there was after some he, things that he, he had other plans, so he no longer could be with us. And that, that happens. Yeah, you know? yeah which yeah. is fine. Um, he actually has his own little salsa business, too. Oh, cool. So you guys can check him out. Salsa is that the ones you guys yeah. sell? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so definitely fire. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, he was part of it. And then I remember reaching out to him one night and being like hey man like i have this good idea let's just start doing a taco truck and like let's let's do this and like mm-hmm. and then he's all like yeah and we were kind of just going back and forth for like about an hour and then i was like dude why don't we just do vegan like yeah. there's no vegan food yeah and and like he was kind of still like oh i don't know i think we should have like both you know yeah. um and then yeah and then i told her about it and she was the one that was kind of like I'm down. Like, yeah. she didn't even say no. I was the one that came up with the idea first, though. And well, it was like a little bit of both. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, okay, well, she's down with it. I'm serious about it. And mm-hmm. you you won't find out unless you do it. So right. So we just kind of started look, looking into it. And another thing was like, we were into this food food truck show in college. Uh-huh. So we would watch this, like oh, really? binge watch at night. Like, oh my God, it looks so fun. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I've heard of that. I've never watched it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were like always watching it and like, we like, dude, it looks so fun. Like, you know, cooking and making money. And they were like racing around the, con- yeah. the, the country, you know. Yeah. And Maybe so, you guys will be on there soon. Is it still on? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Oh, okay. Yeah, but old seasons. Yeah. And then, yeah, we started looking into it and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, well, we have a budget. We didn't have no money. Right. We were, you know, fresh off college. I was working for an automotive shop. And so... We kind of just started looking for little food trucks. Okay, what what can we do? And then you know, we're like, okay, yeah, looking into loans. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, how are we gonna? How much is it gonna cost us? And so we started getting into the like, the the money. Yeah. And then so we were like, okay, we have a budget of about thirty forty k. I think with that we can start. Yeah. And you know, we figured out loans. So we took like a, a crowdfunding loan for okay. Kiva. That's and then um, that really actually yeah that's where I think was a really big help for us to like kind of get known because like you 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 know you write your story Mm -hmm. you know and And the community um, donates you not donates they loan you so you eventually pay them back you pay them back no interest no interest which is the sweet part yeah 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 it's for small businesses which is really awesome so whoever wants to start a small business that's like one way of getting funding what is it it's called Kiva Kiva yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crowdfunding. So like, you share your story, people read your story, and they loan you, and then every month you pay back a certain amount. Yeah. Um, and then they just reimburse everybody who um who contributed. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's like a like a co-op, like a network. Yeah. Of people. yeah. Really awesome. And so, 
that's pretty much where it just sparked. And after that, we found our guy that was going to make our trailer, which, yeah. you know, rushing into it kind of also taught us a lesson because <laughs> it was yeah. uh, like not the best, you know, built trailer. We had to do things to it after to get it right. up to where it was. Yeah. And so, you know, you learn as you go. But that's entrepreneurship. Though. It, yeah. Yeah. You know? So it all pretty much just started like that one night. And then me and her just kind of pursuing it as well as my brother for for a while the time mm -hmm. that he was with us but yeah once we were like set and locked in the payment when we found our trailer right that was no going back yeah was like we're, 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 we're here now you, you took the leap you know yeah. yeah crazy part was we didn't even have recipes yet oh wow so <laughs> we just we had were, the idea we had the idea yeah, yeah. so now we're like okay now we got to start cooking yeah. yeah so and it took a while it wasn't from one day to another it took months we, to we threw a lot up. of food away because a lot of it really? was really gross at first and we we're like yeah, what are we even too much salt this? too much garlic too yeah. much this yeah. like, what the heck are we doing so you guys actually put some work in getting the actual recipe down yeah yep. so this is your own unique recipe yeah, yeah. the marinades to wow. our tacos that's you know yeah. solely us. Oh, okay you know some of the recipes that we have are you know ha uh, some of my mom's mm -hmm that i kind of tweaked up a little bit but yeah because I mean, essentially it's the same thing you're seasoning meat with plant-based ingredients mm -hmm. so right. now we're just using these plant-based ingredients with plant-based ingredients yeah so it just worked out in the end but yeah i just tell people like al pastor which was my favorite that's why i'm so glad i found you guys because i was like <laughs> no i'm not gonna because i'm thinking al pastor is pork me, al yeah. Pastor yeah was like oh my god yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway uh, who, who were your first customers when it's all oh, open. it was South Bay Vegans. So South Bay Vegans is basically a little organization. I don't do they still go on I South Bay Vegan so. Drinks? South Bay Vegan, South Bay Vegan Drinks. Drinks. It was hosted by Clyde, um, and and we had friends that kind of just knew each other back then. Like it was my old mentor. She had she was friends with Clyde's friends, and then they reached out because my mentor reposted our Kiva loan. And then Clyde's friends saw it. And then um, Lisa and Shulman, by the way, they are amazing people. They are Clyde's friends. So they were like, oh, like they're vegan. So then they told Clyde about us. And then Clyde hosts this um, this monthly vegan drinks event for the vegan community that he brings for in a vegan vendor. curious, you know, yeah. anyone. Veg curious people, vegan people. He brings in a vendor and every month they come in and they just hang out. Okay. Um, and so then Lisa and Shulman, they were like, oh, Clyde, like this is a new vegan vendor like coming up. So why don't you have them host one of your events? Mm -hmm. And so he was kind of skeptic at first just because we're young and we're new. Never, and, yeah. you know, we've right. never even operated yeah. before. And then he was like in communication with me. And then he was like, okay, like, let's give you the chance. And he was testing me. He was like, how many ounces of guac are you going to give everybody? You have to make sure that we have enough guac for everybody. Because they wow. had, like, a problem with the previous vendor that they didn't have enough food. Yeah. Um, so he didn't want to make that our problem. Because then, you know, he it's on him. You know, he's yeah. the host of this event. He's right. putting his name out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he made sure that, like, make sure you count your quantities. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. And we're like, okay. Um, so it was our very, very first event. It was nerve-wracking. And it was, like, over 110 people, I think. Wow. And yeah. we were able to serve all of them. But it it was crazy because we've never even operated out of that truck before we literally yeah. just brought it home like a week prior to that event yep. and we were just like all over the place like what do we do like how do we do this and we thought it was just going to be us that was able to handle that hundred of people mm -hmm. but then his brother My ended brother up brother having to come in. in he was there to eat yeah. but yeah. he came yeah. in and yeah. helped like, us no, no, bro. come <laughs> yeah, on like, you can't, you yeah. can't I eat felt today. bad but you know <laughs> he helped out in yeah. the end that's, all. that's yeah. some good experience in training and yeah. being like diamond under the pressure right and that's you know what I feel like got us to where we are because that event kind of like just molded us to like 
be able to do anything. Right. Yeah. So it was like, if we can do that. <laughs> and not knowing anything. Yeah, that was exactly. my first time cooking for 100 people. And I <laughs> had to stretch it. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Every little piece of food that I brought, gone. Yeah. And I don't know how I did it. It was like Jesus when he fed. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> it was your spirit. One fish. Yeah. Yeah. It was your spirit. But Years yeah. of experience. Oh, yeah. my God. I was so nervous and yeah. beat that day, though. Yeah. But we were so it awesome. literally, like... But yeah. but that day we got a one star review. Like it was yeah. like we'd never even served before. Like it was yeah. our very very first time. I think people knew it was our very first time yeah. too. So they were being very patient with us. Um, but then like the next day we were like so proud of ourselves. We we're like oh we did it we did it we yeah. served a hundred people. And then I got a notification on Yelp. Somebody created Yelp for you because you're, you're not as the owners you're not supposed to create your own Yelp page. Oh, it's really? somebody else that creates it for you. That makes so, sense. Though. Yeah, so yeah. somebody else created it, and we like I got the notification on my email. Somebody like um, wrote uh, uh, created your page and wrote you a one star review, and it was like a twelve page essay of why they hated it so much. <laughs> yeah, and I was like oh man, but that kind of primed us to yeah. how we are. You know, we're like yeah. if we already served. 100 people and then we got the worst of the worst star review like yeah. this can't be any more worse than this yeah. we learned from it so sure. then we just like we grew from there you yeah. know it was like we took all of her criticism and we learned from it and yeah. and you know people saw us and they defended us they're like oh shoot like somebody gave vegan veganos a one star oh hell no so they came in and wrote yeah. us some stuff so then we got publicity from that like people yeah. were like oh there's a one star review that's 12 pages <laughs> right yeah. and then some people saw like that and then they saw five star reviews and they're like oh now we have to try them because yeah. like why is this person one star and there's like mm-hmm. four or five stars we gotta go and check them out and when someone goes that deep to write 12 you yeah. know they're like against you some type of it's personal. Yeah. it wasn't the food it's, not, it's <laughs> personal yeah, yeah yeah so no one's gonna freaking write 12 pages of, like yeah. I didn't like it it sucked whatever yeah. and that's the I mean? thing too you can't take things personally you mm-hmm. know like at least in any business there's gonna be people that don't like you there's gonna be people that just like are not just they just like don't care about you yeah and they just want to hate on you and that's yeah. just how life is you know like people mm-hmm. will want to hate on you mm-hmm. and you just can't take it personally you gotta move on you gotta do your own thing and you can't care what people think about you mm-hmm. yeah so there's a couple there's a lot of lessons actually that you guys just talked about but I think that feeding the 100 people was an impossibility goal because mm-hmm. I, I was always taught by mentors, successful ones, if you can set a goal that's like seems almost impossible and you achieve it, your confidence just skyrockets where I can right. do that. Definitely. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you guys, you didn't set the goal, but you're like, this is seems almost impossible that we're going to feed. And you did it. And you're like, oh, my God, we're alive. We're on top of the world. Yeah, we have yeah. all our toes. <laughs> you know, we didn't die. Yeah. So then it doesn't become as scary. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing was, like, I mean, the entrepreneur spirit is in, in you guys. It just is. But entrepreneurs, they don't learn and then do. They do, and by doing, they learn. Right. right? Like, you don't have to be good to start, but you have to start to be good. Right. right? And it's a learning process. Yeah, it's a learning process. Like, just this podcast is the same way, right? right. If you look at our first episode, it's... <laughs> One lighting, we one it lighting. was just we me and him. One camera, <laughs> no <laughs> headphones, yeah. nothing, no headphones. The table was like one third the size <laughs> of this. Like that. Yeah, and, and you got to start. Yeah, somewhere. you got to start something, right? And I, but I'm just fortunate that I've, I've, I was trained the last decade about business, right? But you guys didn't have the decade of training. You guys didn't have all the stuff. It was yeah. just in you somehow, which is, which is pretty awesome. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and so, okay, you guys feed a hundred people. Mm-hmm. The Yelp review is bad, but you had the confidence <laughs> to say that because I think you guys believed in yourselves. You're like, yeah. that's not us, yeah. right? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so what happened after that? Like, well, how where did you guys start getting the momentum? Um, I mean, it, it was, was just probably like about 
three months in is when it really started to like grow okay like, that's when we started seeing a more increase no but remember we disappeared and then we came back and people well, we, were like, yeah we had to disappear because <laughs> issues with the uh, trailer yeah just problems. part of business yeah. you know what i mean it sucked but you know we were patient and i think that disappearance was what really like okay they're back we yeah. have to try them who knows when they'll disappear? So it, wor it worked in a good <laughs> yeah, way, right? Yeah. You yeah. guys took it away. Yeah. Like, wait, where'd it go? Where'd yeah. it go? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, like, about, yeah, like three to six months in is really okay. when it started to, like, be popular. And yeah. then about a year in is when it started really, like, okay, people started to get, in, get yeah. to know us, more Yelp reviews. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And we were the only, we're the all vegan Mexican food check in the Bay. Yeah. So we were the first ones in yeah. the Bay. You guys found an opportunity right. right after it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, like he was saying, like we at first had a lot of maintenance problems with the little trailer. Yeah. We were like, we hated it because there was so many breakdowns, so many things that we found wrong with it over time. Mm -hmm. But we were blessed in a way because we heard a lot of horror stories where people would bring trailers home or bring trucks home and it would like flip in the freeway. Oh my gosh. So like weight distribution. Yeah. You know, like oh, if wow. you were not yeah. a good mechanic and you didn't know how to build food trucks and it would just like mess up on you. Jeez, so yeah. we were lucky enough that that never happened and just like, the fender flew off almost caused a three-car accident <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. True. that was scary we were on our way to a gig yeah, yeah. we i think we had to halt that gig that was our second gig with oh my that trailer. gosh so yeah. it was like being new you know i was kind of you yeah know, a little pissed off because it's like well this is new why is it just falling apart right you know? right but that's what happens when you yeah. don't really do your research and then you just hop into it but also <laughs> they say every time you're about to do something big everything goes wrong that's true because adversity is trying to stop you mm. right because it'll stop the weak but it won't stop the strong right because the universe that. is testing you oh yeah it goes how bad do you really want this right it's gonna throw whatever it can but if you push through it's gonna be like oh shoot we can't touch these we're gonna go after another one that's right. gonna quit after we do we'll that right <laughs> yeah or we'll come back right but at least you'll be ready for it it's right? also yeah. like an opportunity anything goes wrong it's opp opportunity to get better yeah. like we had so many mistakes during a podcast already yeah. and like every <laughs> single time we learn yeah you know? and and so again i've had almost a decade of training so for me, it's it's almost, I feel like it's almost, not almost unfair, but I'm ready for almost everything yeah. because of what I went through pretty much my whole life and the last 10 years especially, right? I want to say I'm not ready for everything because you never know what's going to happen, right? But little things that happen, they don't bother me. I just mm -hmm. push right through it. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, because I know, you know, I mean, it, but I think it's, it's, it's just even more special when two people that don't really know what's up like mm -hmm. you weren't ready for anything no. but 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 that that's awesome because you're still i mean and obviously we're going to get to it but you guys are starting to become like famous like known like big you know Which is like, so new to us yeah. we like to keep to ourselves yeah. you know and mm. then people sometimes will walk around they'll be like oh you guys are vegan veganos and yeah. i'm like oh my but, god they yeah. <laughs> and it's like different to us yeah. you know it's like we're not used to that publicity yeah um yeah. but i mean yeah that's where it kind of came from like we kind of just like got so much love from our community mm. that it was like we can't stop you know we can't stop now we can't yeah. let them down and I love the vegan community. Like, let's yeah. talk about that because you guys are definitely part of the Bay, South Bay, Bay Area vegan community. How how did you guys get linked up into that vegan community? Clyde, yeah, Clyde? South Bay Vegan South Drinks Bay event. Vegan. Okay, how did you guys know Clyde? How did you guys meet him? My mentor, her friends were Clyde's friends, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so the universe again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Talk about the, the community a little bit. Let everybody know, like, you know, what it's about and all that kind of stuff. I mean, stuff. surprisingly, the whole vegan community knows each other. Like, okay. all of our employees right now, like, they all somehow are interlinked with each other because it's so small, but yeah. so, like, it's it's very, like, the quality relationship that we have in the vegan community is just so special. Because yeah. everybody has the same ethics, same morals, same mm-hmm. mindset, same just, like, personality oh, i wouldn't say everybody like-minded but like-minded mm-hmm. you know like you care about a certain something and you're passionate about that certain something and this community is also that like that yeah and we're they're uplifting you know like we mm-hmm. started off like um you know being 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 the first ones never having served before um it was just small Very small little trailer yeah of small i remember yeah, that they supported us i remember the little trailer they brought us in they yeah. us yeah <laughs> Um, I this is real quick. I remember the trailer. I remember when I first met you guys, and I remember yeah. Delina. You were talking through the screen, but I couldn't see you. All I saw oh. was, it was like a screen talking to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, hi, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, but but yeah, I remember that when you guys you guys were at the Normandy, the Normandy Lounge. Bar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that spot uh, picked out because of the community set, or how, we were? Class. Yeah, that was where he actually hosted. The, okay. Uh, the event. Yes. okay okay and we kind of just came back a couple of months back uh, later mm-hmm. and asked like the owner hey is it okay if we come here and pop up they were totally cool they're so sweet there i love the owners there. yeah yeah um and they gave us the opportunity it's like yeah no problem yeah. whenever you guys want post up yeah we were giving that. him you know whatever we made mm-hmm. we were kind of giving him whatever yeah. we could and he mm-hmm. told us i don't even want your money right you know it's mm-hmm. like you guys wow. are a new business yeah. you know i'm trying to make it and i know how it is yeah. you know, entrepreneurs appreciate other entrepreneurs yeah because yeah. yeah. they know yeah so i love that guy man he's definitely very genuine mm-hmm. and like we were helping guy. each other we were selling food they were selling drinks we didn't sell yeah. our agua frescas at the bar yeah so mm-hmm. like we kind of gave each other business you know okay so it was nice to bring the community together that way too and they're not a vegan bar they sell their yeah, own thing yeah. but they were so open to us even though we're vegan yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i think they just appreciated the entrepreneurial spirit because they know yeah. you know yeah. and like eventually when you guys become super successful multi-millionaires all that you're going to want to help out other yeah. up-and-coming businesses you know yeah. that's what i want to do that too we want to do that as well um so you guys are in the community. Um, I know a couple people from the community, like uh, Rhino Rosa. She's been on the mm-hmm. podcast, California Vegan Food, yeah. right? Yes. And, um, you know, um, so I I know you started like a market or something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to bring that market back. started the San Vegan X night market. So yeah. talk Which, about that because I know that was pretty cool. And, yeah. and then obviously, obviously you know, amazing. this year, COVID Stuff and all that. Yeah. yeah. But talk about where that idea came from. What was it like? Let everybody know about that because when you guys started back up, you know. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like uh, this was through Rosa. She's the one that kind of like. Okay put this thing together she called us one day and it's like hey we're gonna have a meeting and we want to invite you guys do we have some business ideas and we'd like you to hear uh-huh. and so we went you know it's our friends rosa yeah and, yeah our alicia, other alicia tony and all of these people have vegan food businesses mm-hmm. so um you know we all collaborated one one afternoon and put these ideas together and that's where it pretty much happened like she's the one that put us together and as far as like getting it going it's kind of like every everyone you know yeah. like everyone do does a little part you know and we kind of wanted to do this to kind of also help our own businesses mm-hmm. you know as well as bring in more awareness and more to our community mm-hmm. like having vegan food as well as bringing small like small little businesses that want to get 
something going like a i don't know like little jewelry or like farmer farm workers that have produce so like we want to just help other people so it's right just wanting to help yeah 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 i mean initially the whole idea of us getting together was to bring the community together okay because obviously we're all vegan vendors and we wanted to make um it accessible vegan food accessible to our community and there was not a lot of vegan options back then like two years ago it's kind of all new you know vegan options (sighs) vegan food it's like it all kind of started when we started it was like two years ago three years ago was when was when um you know vegan actually started like you know like was more uh, accessible and acceptable yeah you know yeah that's that's 100 percent true is this only in south bay by the way yeah i mean there's a lot of vegan food in the east bay like oakland berkeley and all that but as for the south bay it was not very accessible gotcha and like there was a whole stigma behind vegans i don't know if you guys remember but everybody hated vegans everybody was like vegans are annoying vegans are this vegans are that because of some of the preachy right you know the ones that i mean we're a little too hardcore right Right, a little too hardcore but regardless we we were there to show people that you know what this is what vegan is all about Mm -hmm. and it's not just about you know like about I mean, it's it was obviously it's about the animals and about about health, but it was more so about bringing the community together to love something and to to introduce them to a concept that people are not used to seeing, right. especially Mexican food, especially pastries like pan, like uh, Mexican pan dulce. desserts, pan dulce, and, yeah, pan dulce. You know, like you don't. Uh, the you only can't one get I that. knew was in Southern California. At the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. like, that's the thing. Like, people don't know that it's out there, so mm-hmm. they're like, it's not even an option for me, and those are these are food staples, so I'm not going to be able to eat what I like, so I'm not even going to consider Try being vegan. Even, yeah. So yeah. that was our point. Like, yeah. We wanted to show people, like, there's more than just what you see. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's way more than that. So we decided to get together, and we're like, let's create a little market. Let's come mm-hmm. together. Let's have people come every week and be like, oh, this is a vegan market where you can come and shop all vegan food, and it's accessible for and us. You guys had music and stuff too, yeah, right? Yeah, we had a DJ. Yeah. We had music. Yeah, so you guys so made nice. it kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Right? yeah. Pretty big. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it was just us at first. We started inviting other vendors in. There was other, like, not just food, but it was, like he said, like jewelry shops, clothing shops, like just vintage stuff there. And it was just, like, a nice little hangout spot for yeah. everybody to come mm-hmm. and just, like, enjoy and you didn't even have to be vegan there was a lot of non-vegans that came yeah and they really enjoyed what we created yeah. um but i mean like right now it's kind of like on hold i'm kind of trying to convince everybody we're to get trying. it back we've on going talking. yeah, yeah so we've been talking hopefully it, oh, but it's also because of covid too you know like we can't just create a huge ass market in the middle of covid right. no one's gonna come right. there's gonna be regulations and right. so we decided okay let's just hold off a little bit 2021 is gonna be when we start up again yeah well, this is a so, good time to plan mm-hmm. exactly. yeah. to strategize yeah. plan yeah. prepare and it's a non profit too yeah so we signed up for a 5013c 501c yeah 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 so um there you go we're doing that yeah already another business (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's exciting Mm -hmm. if you think about it i don't know if you guys even realize this you guys were the ones that are the pioneers of vegan food in the south bay yeah and in madrosa too like Mm -hmm. like i get all my vegan besides like the big restaurants right it's like Mm -hmm. from from you guys and from the community you guys have created like there's really no other place to go other than the basic restaurant like veggie grill which is a huge national chain yeah Yeah. happy hooligans and what what else other than loving loving hut there's a loving hut loving hut but that's not mexican that's like asian food yeah oh never mind but it's it's (laughs) still it's still it's still you're talking about the entire south bay area has like two million people Right. But there's like three restaurants. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's very, yeah. There's, the market for vegan food is still, you know, you, it's a I big opportunity it, for a lot really of people. It's really big. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's like you get just Asian food. A lot of yeah, you know, Asian yeah. vegan food. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but golden also, bamboo. Have you guys tried that? Yeah, that's yeah. really good. I I grew up in the East Bay and now live in San Francisco. So, is it safe to say that it's there's more vegan food out there than South Bay? Yeah, even though yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. Especially yeah, like I, Berkeley and Berkeley. Oakland. Yeah, I hardly like, eat out here, but yeah. when I do, it's you guys vegan vega, veganos <laughs> or whatever we're eating out here. But yeah, okay. So I didn't realize that mm-hmm. it was pretty small out here yeah and what, what makes us really different though um <clears throat> is that we care about the environment so all of the mm-hmm. all of the um products that we give like the paper utensils the straws the cups they're all um composable. paper or yeah they're all composable yeah. Yeah. Nice. and so we make sure that we are not giving you any plastic because we know like mm-hmm. how pl- how plastic harms the environment and like that's like that's what we're like that's the movement you know like yeah. yes we cook vegan food and yes our meals are plant-based but we also care for the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of, I mean, I don't think like even Veggie Grill has composable like items. Yeah, and there's stuff, like, some vegan restaurants that still, you know, mm-hmm. give you food in plastic containers and stuff, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, that's them. Maybe it's yeah. what they can, it's cheaper, obviously. Uh-huh. But yeah, at least for me, it's like contradicting our purpose. Yeah. yeah no, and like sense. our purpose is like, let's care for the environment. Let's care for our animals and let's make this a movement. It's right. not just about selling vegan food, but it's like, let's, let's care for the planet. You know, like this mm-hmm. is our future. Mm-hmm. And like, if you want to give your grandkids, your great great grandkids, a nice Earth, a planet to live on, to sustain on, mm-hmm. then you got to take care of it. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And that's just how it is. Being like, able to like, at least you know you're doing your part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like all we can do right now is try to reverse. So yeah. There's, yeah, I mean, it's pretty messed up already. Yeah, yeah. But, and we're like a tiny little business. You know, we're doing our part to try our best to make a change. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, hopefully we make a dent. Um, hopefully we're making some type of um, movement impact. hopefully we're making some type of impact to our community to the world um but i mean like we we can only do so much yeah yeah so you guys are uh, i just want to talk about when you start a movement right a lot more people can get behind a movement than can get behind like a taco truck right. or like mm-hmm. a business right so you guys are doing the right thing by creating a movement and that just shows that you're passionate about it and then also too the other aspect of it is Who's going to live on this earth? You guys are probably, you're going to live on this earth at least 20 something years longer than me, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to live on the earth a, a lot longer than maybe some people who, you know, are, are a little older and they maybe don't believe in, you know, climate change. And I mean, I don't even know how you cannot believe in it. <laughs> like, right. but some people don't believe in climate yeah, change. Is yeah, that crazy? Yeah. Don't so, I, yeah, it's very special and very, uh, that you guys are on the right track basically when you create a movement because yeah. a big vision and a big movement can, everyone can be a part of that yeah i love that you were sharing like your um your utensils are biodegradable so it's not just about the food it's about our environment too that we have to look out for it's not just our body that we're cleansing we're cleansing planet earth right so and it's just being mindful about what we put out into the earth Mm -hmm. you know sometimes people don't realize that plastic is harming our environment and sometimes they don't realize these things what they're doing to the environment but when you realize it and you still don't do anything about it then that's on you but mm-hmm. when you know and you and you make something out of it and you make a difference, then good for you, you know. But yeah. if you're not doing anything, then you're just like you're letting your ego overtake mm-hmm. what what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, Madre Tierra is very happy with you guys. <laughs> just to let you know, taking I care know of planet Earth. That's why she's. That's why the universe is giving us these opportunities, yeah. opening doors for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, starting this business has opened a lot of doors, meeting new people, networking. And it's just, it's we're. I'm grateful. We're yeah. grateful. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's brought us to a place where it's like, oh my God, like there's really no stopping anymore. It's just keeping the ball going and okay, what's the next move? How are we going to make this bigger and better? That's exciting. Are we going to continue? You know, I still want to continue the restaurant um, aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So you guys want to turn this into a restaurant eventually? Hopefully. We'll see. We never know. Maybe like a food, something different, but like a food truck movement, but different, you know? Okay. Because restaurants is kind of like the older thing, you know, yeah. it's like... It's also more overhead and more, overhead more time. Overhead costs, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, there is just a lot of possibilities. Mm-hmm. It's, it's endless. And so, I think that's a great attitude to have is possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think you guys have a great attitude from the beginning. So, that's why you guys are doing great. But Thank I... You. We've, we've been through i've been through every emotion like mm-hmm. meaning like sad angry mm-hmm. like oh i want to quit like what am i doing like d- yeah. during the business like yeah. starting the business and doing it because it's a lot of work like yeah, at the like, beginning oh. i was beating myself up mm-hmm. i was the one you know being d- 10 hours you know prepping yeah. you know and it, it's exhausting and then having to go you know sell the food on top of that like i was doing everything i was overworking myself yeah at the beginning and now as we you know we grew and learned it was like, okay, no, you could do certain things, you know, a day before or like do it a couple hours. It's fixing. a learning process. Yeah. 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 So that's what yeah. I mean. Like you guys didn't have the mentorship or the yeah. experience. Yeah. You had to do it. But it kind of, it makes it more sweet though. It makes you stronger. Yeah. And that, yeah. that having that belief, you know, like I, I did it. You yeah. Know, mm-hmm. I, even though I stressed, even though I was angry and wanted yeah. to give up, I still did it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so that's you know keeping that positive mindset all the time is definitely a must when you're running a business yeah always that's important even when it even when it's negative you know Mm -hmm. you have to stay like that yeah they say that you're always you're not always gonna feel like doing it (laughs) right but having that discipline and like uh, thinking with a bigger picture it it helps because a lot of people think that being an entrepreneur is easy yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to start a business. It's going to be great. Like, at least for us, we, uh, that's what we thought, too. Like, oh, we're just going to cook vegan food. Yeah. We're just going to sell vegan food. But it's more than that. You know, like being an entrepreneur has so many components to it. It's so dynamic. There's like the financial part of it. There's mm-hmm. the, the marketing part of it. There's just there's everything that comes together to make it a business, not just selling vegan food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know that at first. Yeah. So it was a, lo- a learning process for us. And then when we finally started learning and we're, we're learning as we go, um, we never had any restaurant experience coming into this. Yeah. So we are learning from our employees. Our employees have more restaurant experience than us. And we, and, yeah. and we yeah. don't, are not afraid to admit that. You know, At least like, yeah, you're humble enough to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we told them too, like, hey, we want to learn from you guys. You guys worked in restaurants longer mm-hmm. than us. So show us how it's done. You yeah. know, like, how can we make this efficient? Yeah. And we're learning from them. They're learning from us. And eventually, like, Vegan Veganos is kind of like a platform where we want to have people come learn from us learn from each other and they grow and do their own thing like and then we recycle that process i love that you said that because that's exactly what this is yeah Yeah. i always like joe's a photographer hotton wants to have be he wants to become a very he is a good videographer but he wants to have documentaries right so i want this to be like the springboard for anybody that comes in and maybe they're only here for a little while or maybe they are here for the long term or whatever but I want them to be able to springboard their passion, their thing right. from this, you know, like, so yeah, I, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. And that's how it should be. You know, a lot of people think that, Oh, I'm going to have employees and they better work for me all the time. They better be here all the time. And some employees themselves like have that mindset where they just feel stuck, but it's like more than that. Like you can branch off, you can do your own thing. You can find your own passion. Let us help you do that. Right. You know, so we're, we are doing that at least with vegan veganos. 
and you guys help them because obviously they're employees and they've yeah, never learned they, they don't have the business mindset right and they see us yeah. and we're doing it and i can do yeah, it too yeah that's what they're thinking yeah and they see that and they go wow like i mean that's important really because yeah. um i just think people need to see that it's possible and once they see that it's possible if they have the confidence and belief in themselves they'll do it Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band, A Dead Desire, on YouTube. That song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. And as always, follow your bliss.